Hello everyone and welcome to the fourth episode of the High Scores Podcast. I'm the host, Sajan McSwain. And today's episode will be a very different one because we are doing the 2021 NFL Mock Draft. So this episode will be purposely just the Mock Draft. Okay, so going into the first pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, The Jaguars select Trevor Lawrence from Clemson. Now, this pick, ever since the Jets won their second game, this pick has been solidified. And the Jaguars gave Trevor Lawrence their playbook two weeks ago, I'm pretty sure. And Trevor Lawrence said he's been studying it. And they've donated to uh, Jacksonville. So... This pick just seems like it'll be a definite pick uh, for the first pick. Now for the second pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Jets select Zach Wilson from BYU. Now, the Zach Wilson pick is a good one, but it wasn't expected earlier on in the offseason. Everybody thought they would choose Justin Fields, but... After Zach Wilson's nice pro day, like I said in the third episode, I believe, it's just been, he's been shooting up from there, and he had placed Justin Fields, and now he's going to be with the Jets. For the third pick in the draft, the 49ers will select Trey Lance. Now this one is a surprise pick. I chose Trey Lance because I feel that he is a more dynamic quarterback than Mac Jones. Mac Jones seems like more of a pocket passer, but Trey Lance can do multiple things like with running the ball and throwing in the pocket and out of the pocket. So I do believe that he's a good fit for the 49ers. Now, the 49ers did say that they were going in between Trey Lance or Mac Jones. Everybody thought they were going to go with Mac Jones about a week ago. Then they just changed that earlier this week and said that they were in between Trey Lance and Mac Jones. I think the pick will be Trey Lance just because of his ability with the football. But I don't know come draft day. For the fourth pick in the NFL draft, the Falcons select Justin Fields. Now this one would definitely be a surprise if you told me two months ago that Justin Fields would be drafted fourth overall because everybody had him number two to the Jets. But the Falcons, Matt Ryan, kind of aging a little bit, don't know how long he's going to be with the Falcons or in the league. He might retire soon. And Justin Fields, he's an Atlanta native, so he does know the area very well and has the support of many people there. So that's a good pickup for marketing for the Falcons. And also, Justin Fields could bring a new age to the Falcons, to the Falcons franchise. Now that Calvin Ridley seems like the number one wide receiver there, and Julio Jones is on his way, and he could even be traded on draft day. We never know, because they did say that Julio Jones was up for trade. And maybe Justin Fields might be a breath of fresh air for the Atlanta Falcons franchise. With the fifth pick in the NFL draft, 
the Bengals select Jamar Chase from LSU. Now, the Bengals drafting Jamar Chase, I feel, is a good pick because they'll be pairing him up with Joe Burrow, his LSU teammate, and uh, pairing him up with a young T. Higgins there in Cincinnati. This could be a new uh, story for the Bengals, and they could flip it around and maybe even go to the draft in the next couple of years, maybe once they uh, upgrade the offensive line because Joe Burrow is definitely getting killed out there. So, but definitely Jamar Chase is a good pick because they already have chemistry and think he just has a good talent and him and T. Higgins would be a very good dual threat uh, receiving core. With the sixth pick in the draft, the Dolphins select Kyle Pitts coming out of Florida. Now, they keep Kyle Pitts in Florida and this is just a good pick. Mike Gesicki did have a very good season this past season. He's he was really good because uh, I did have him in my fantasy team and he's doing really good. But I think they do need another receiver there, another weapon for Tua Tungabailoa. So this just seems like a great pick to do. For the seventh pick in the draft, the Detroit Lions select Devonte Smith. Now Devonte Smith. I'm not too sure the Lions could go with many options here, linebacker. They do need to fix a lot of things, but with not re-signing Kenny Galladay and losing Danny Amendola in the offseason, they do need a wide receiver and a new weapon for Jared Goff because that's their new quarterback, and they do need more weapons other than TJ Hawkinson and Quintus Cephas and Maybe even Geronimo Allison. I'm not too sure how that wide receiver core is going to go. But at number seven, Devontae Smith, I'd gladly take that if I was the Detroit Lions. And they really need it. For the eighth pick in the draft, the Panthers select Penay Suell, offensive tackle coming out of Oregon. Now, this is a good pick for the Panthers because... They don't really have the best offensive line, I'd say. And it could you could see it because teams are just getting rushes off of them easy while they're playing them. And they definitely need a solid offensive lineman there. And also to block for Christian McCaffrey once he comes back from his injury that he had last season. With the ninth pick in the draft, the Broncos select Mac Jones. Now, Mac Jones is a decent quarterback, I'd say. Uh, now, the Broncos did just trade for Teddy Bridgewater, and they do have Drew Locke, but I feel that both of those quarterbacks aren't starter-worthy quarterbacks in Carolina. Teddy Bridgewater did share uh, some snaps with Kyle Allen, and... Drew Locke was very inconsistent this past season. He would have one good game, and then the next game, throw like three interceptions. So I don't really know how well Drew Locke will be as a starting quarterback. And they did draft Jerry Judy last year, so pairing him up with Mac Jones, reuniting him with his teammate, I feel is a good move by the Broncos. In the 10th pick in the NFL draft, the Cowboys select Patrick Sertain from Alabama. 
Last year, second round, the Cowboys got Trayvon Diggs from Alabama. And so Patrick Sertain is also from Alabama. So that should also be another team duo um, in the defensive back and secondary uh, position and area. Uh, Patrick Sertain has a great skill at the cornerback position. And I do feel that the Dallas Cowboys do need more help on the defensive side of the ball. Offensive side of the ball has been doing pretty good. Zeke, I think, just had a bad year. And with Dak Prescott coming back, they should be good. And I think they'll go 8-8 eight eight like they usually do. With the 11th pick, the Giants select Jalen Waddle from Alabama. Now, Jalen Waddle is a good wide receiver. And he did play number two with uh, Devontae Smith uh, in Alabama. Um, the Giants do have good wide receivers. They just got Kenny Galladay from the Lions, and they have Darius Slayton, but I feel like that third wide receiver could definitely let them go into the playoffs. They almost made it to the playoffs uh, if it weren't for the Eagles not beating the football team, but Giants could be a team to watch if they do get Jalen Waddle. With the 12th pick in the draft, the Eagles select J.C. Horn from South Carolina. Now, the Eagles got this pick from the Dolphins when the Eagles traded down to the 12th pick from the 6th pick. Now, J.C. Horn, corner out of South Carolina, he has really great skill, I think, as well. And the Eagles definitely need some help in that secondary. They're, most of them are usually getting injured, and they did have a down year in the defense. I feel like the offense definitely improved when Jalen Hurts jumped in there and they have good running backs and they have decent wide receivers so they should definitely improve on the secondary. I think that would be good for them. 13th pick, the Chargers select Rayshon Slater from Northwestern. Now the Chargers did a good job in drafting Justin Herbert last season and he won rookie of the year but they definitely need to protect him and drafting an offensive lineman would do that. And also the defense is was incredible last season and they should definitely keep that uh, defense intact for the next couple years because they're still young. And But the offensive line does need help because Austin Eckler and Justin Herbert are the guys that are going to lead that team and they definitely need protection. With the 14th pick, the Vikings select Quiddy Payne from the University of Michigan. Now, Quiddy Payne, was a, when I was watching Michigan, he's a really good defensive end, and he could get off any block, basically, that you throw at him. And the Vikings defense has aged a little bit from the last few years when they made it to the playoffs, and it looked like a really good defensive team. That defense has definitely regressed over the years, and I feel like Quiddy Payne, could definitely revive that defense to where it was just a few years ago. With the 15th pick, the Patriots select Michael Parsons from Penn State. Now, Michael Parsons was a really good linebacker coming out of Penn State, and he's one of the biggest Big Ten prospects in the draft this year. And he is a really good linebacker, and uh, the Patriots do need some more defense. Their defense was 
kind of lacking this past season, but that's mostly because they had the most opt-outs in the season or of the offseason last year. So the defense will definitely get an upgrade with that. Offense does need a little bit more help, but I think they get a decent wide receiver running back in the second round. Now with the 16th pick, the Cardinals select Caleb Farley from Virginia Tech. Now with Patrick Peterson leaving the Cardinals and going to the Vikings, I do think that they need another corner. And Caleb Farley coming out of Virginia Tech, he's not as well known by other prospects, I think. And he could be a steal in the draft. His highlights show his skill and his ability to track down the ball and cover all offenses of any kind. Now to recap, the first part of the draft, at one, we have Trevor Lawrence, two, Zach Wilson, three, Trey Lance, four, Justin Fields, five, Jamar Chase, six, Kyle Pitts, seven, Devontae Smith, eight, Penne Sewell, nine, Mac Jones, ten, Patrick Sertain, eleven, Jalen Waddle, twelve, J.C. Horn, thirteen, Rayshon Slater, fourteen, Quiddy Payne, and 15, Michael Parsons, and 16, Caleb Farley. Now going to the last half of the draft, with the 17th pick, the Raiders select Christian Darasaw from Virginia Tech offensive line. Now, the Raiders, they had a great offensive line, but since they lost Trent Brown um, in the offseason and leaving them, uh, they do need more offensive linemen to help block uh, for Derek Carr and Josh Jacobs. And the Raiders have had a really good wide receiver uh, core with Darren Waller, Henry Ruggs, Hunter Renfro. Their defensive line is looks great. They did release uh, Maurice Hurst, but other than that, they've had they have some really good pieces there. And also in their secondary is also still young, so they can build up their pieces there in the later rounds. With the 18th pick, the Dolphins select Jalen Phillips coming out of Miami. Now the Dolphins have a great offense. I think they almost made it to the playoffs with a 10-6 record. And their defense or their secondary has been good with Xavier Howard recording 10 interceptions this past season, which is not easy. So, but their defensive line does need help, and that and that's where I think Jalen Phillips comes in and helps at that edge position. Now, with the 19th pick, the football team selects Jeremiah Owusu-Kormoa coming out of Notre Dame. Now, with the linebackers, I'd say the football team does need help. Their secondary is okay. But I think their defense is mainly held up with that defensive line with Kerrigan, Compton, and Chase Young. So I do think they should just keep their defensive line, but their linebackers, and they, they really need help at their linebacker position. So having uh, Jeremiah there would definitely help them. And he has a great skill at the linebacker position. So I think the football team could even go further in the playoffs than they did last year. Now at the 20th pick in the NFL draft, 
the Bears select Kadarius Tony coming out of Florida. Now he is the wide receiver, and I do think this is a risky selection for the Bears because they do have uh, Allen Robinson, Mooney, Goodwin, and Cordell Patterson. But with signing Kadarius Tony, they could get depth in that wide receiver core, and he was he's really good uh, in Florida with Kyle Trask and Kyle Pitts in that system, and I think he'd be a really good pick at this this part of the draft. With the 21st pick, the Colts select Elijah Vera Tucker coming out of USC offensive lineman. Now, the Colts really have a good offensive line, but I do think they need more protection for Carson Wentz, and Carson Wentz did not have any protection in Philadelphia whatsoever, so I do think coming to Indianapolis was his um, offensive line there would be great, so I think that's why they should choose an offensive lineman in this later portion of the first round. 22nd pick, the Titans select Elijah Moore coming out of Ole Miss. Now, with the loss of Corey Davis, the Titans do need a new wide receiver, and Elijah Moore, I feel, fits that system that they have over in Tennessee, and they do need more weapons than just A.J. Brown to open up that play-action pass scene that they've been doing there since Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown and Tannehill have gotten there and created a trio. And so I do think having Elijah Moore there would be a really good fit in Tennessee. With the 23rd pick, the Jets choose Gregory Rousseau coming out of Miami. Now the Jets got this pick from the Seahawks from the Jamal Adams trade. Now, ever since the Jets lost Jamal Adams, the defense has just not been there uh, this past season. And I do think getting some edge help from Gregory Russo on the defense is a really good pick for the Jets. With the 24th pick, the Steelers select Najee Harris coming from Alabama. Now, this does seem like a weird pick for the Steelers. They already have James Conner and the other backup running back. And they've been doing good, but I feel they need more weapons for the Steelers' offense, and especially for their backfield, since James Conner usually gets injured about, the, I think, the couple years so far. Uh, James Conner has had some injuries, so getting Najee Harris, who's a really good running back and who could fit in the, any system that he plays in, I think, and he's very versatile and he's he's just really athletic and he's explosive when he has the ball, and I think that he will be a really good pick for the Steelers. Now with the 25th pick, the Jaguars select Trayvon Morig coming from TCU. The Jaguars did get this pick from the Rams in the uh, Jalen Ramsey trade. Um, so since Jalen Ramsey has left, again, the like exactly like the Jets' uh, position, they haven't really been 
that good. So I think adding a safety like Trayvon could help boost their defense, especially pairing him up with CJ Henderson, who seemed like a really good rookie in his rookie year. So he should do fine in that system. And I think the Jaguars just still need some more time to build up that defense and their offense since I had them selecting Trevor Warren at or Trevor Lawrence at one. Now with the 26th pick, the Browns select Zayvon Collins coming from Tulsa. So t- uh, Zayvon Collins is outside linebacker, and the Browns have been really good this past season. I think their offense is perfectly fine where it's at with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and Baker Mayfield, OBJ, and Jarvis Landry. But their defense, I do think they need more uh, linebackers in that middle part of the field. They have good corners and they have a pretty good defensive line led by Miles Garrett. And now they have Jadavion Clowney. So getting a linebacker there just seems like their only option. And Zayvon Collins seems like he could fit their system very well. With the 27th pick, the Ravens select Tevin, Tevin Jenkins coming out of Oklahoma State. Tevin Jenkins is an offensive lineman and the Ravens do need an offensive lineman now that they traded Orlando Brown Jr. to the Chiefs. Now, uh, the offensive line is, uh, offensive line position is a needed position in the organization. Tevin Jenkins did pretty good at Oklahoma State and I think, uh, the Ravens should have another playoff spot next year. With the 28th pick in the draft, the Saints select Greg Newsom II coming out of Northwestern. Now, the Saints defense has been pretty good, say, with uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson and Marshawn Lattimore, but they do need another corner, slot corner, and Greg Newsom fits that exactly. He's a good corner uh, coming out of Northwestern, and he should be perfectly fine in that system. Now with the 29th pick in the NFL draft, the Packers select Rashad Bateman from Minnesota. So Packers fans, I hope, are really happy with this pick. And uh, Rashad Bateman is a wide receiver coming out of Minnesota. He is really good. And Aaron Rodgers has been pleading with the Packers front office for a new weapon other than Devontae Adams. Lazard did have a breakout year. And... He should be good, but I think they need another weapon other than those two receivers. So this is a good pick. And Rashad Bateman um, in Minnesota was a really good person to watch. And he was really good against Big Ten defenses, which in my opinion, uh, Big Ten has one of the best defenses in college football right now. So, yeah, it's a good pick for the Packers. Now with the 30th pick, the Bills select Christian Barmore coming out of Alabama. Now, the Bills offense was really good and so has their secondary, especially when they played the divisional game against the Chiefs. But I think that defensive line is where they need help and Christian that's where Christian Barmore comes in. And he's been really good for Alabama and Alabama has just been producing 
players in the league for a long time now, and I think this would be a good pick for the Bills. Now at the 31st pick, the Ravens select Jason Owe from Penn State. Now the Ravens got this pick from the Chiefs in the Orlando Brown Jr. trade, and these playoff teams really need help at their defensive line, and the Ravens secondary was doing really good, and the but their defensive line hasn't really been the best these past couple years. So that's where Jason Owe could thrive in the edge position, I think, with Baltimore. Now with the last pick in the 2021 NFL draft for the first round, the Buccaneers select Aziz Ojulari, command of Georgia. Now Aziz Ojulari has been a beast in Georgia. He was just knocking down offensive linemen, and the Buccaneers have already brought back, I think, most of their starters, I think 22 starters from the Super Bowl team, so I think they should be fine. The defensive line already has Sue and Vita Vea, so at the edge position, having Aziz Ojulari and having Nadama Kinsu and Vita Vea there to mentor him. I think is a really good position in the draft for the Buccaneers to select him. Now to review the last half of the first round. At number 16, Caleb Farley. 17, Christian Darasaw. 18, Jalen Phillips. 19, Jeremiah Owosu-Komoa. 20th, Kadarius Tony. 21, Elijah Vera Tucker. 22, Elijah Moore, 23, Gregory Rousseau, 24, Najee Harris, 25, Trayvon Morig, 26, Zayvon Collins, 27, Tevin Jenkins, 28, Greg Newsom II, 29th, Rashad Bateman, 30th, Christian Barmore, 31st, Jason Owe, and last, 32nd, Aziz Ojulari. And that will conclude the first round of the mock draft. Thank you for listening all the way through. And please stay tuned for the fifth episode coming on Saturday. Thank you.